Welcome everybody to our weekly Torah podcast. This week, being that there is no Torah portion on Shabbos outside of Israel, since it's Shavuos, we'll talk a little bit about Shavuos, upcoming Yom Tif. Shavuos is referred to as Man Matan Torah the holiday that we celebrate the giving of our Torah. But it's interesting that the Torah really never tells us that Shavuos marks the giving of the Torah. We figure out the calculation, we can figure it out ourselves. Torah tells us after Pesach, we're supposed to count from the day after the first day of Pesach. Sheva Shabbosos Timimos, seven complete weeks. Tispu Chamishim Yom, count 50 days. The following day is the day of Yom Tif. Torah talks about the idea that Bikurim, Torah talks about the idea that it's a day of Yom Tif, but doesn't really tell us the significance of a Yom Tif, the fact the Torah was given to us. Considering that the whole, that, that we say in davening it's man matan Torah saying the holiday celebrating the giving of the Torah, it's a little bit strange why that is the case. Why Torah doesn't make any mention of the fact that it, the Torah was given on this day. Perhaps we can explain a little bit even more. Can explain because the Torah tells us in Devorim, Raki ma'od, be very careful. Lest you forget the things that your eyes saw. Honor that you should not remove all from your heart all the days of your life. And that you should teach it to your children and your grandchildren as well. The day you stood before Hashem, your God, at Har Sinai. Mount Sinai. Now this is actually a both a mitzvah, a say, a positive commandment to remember what happened at Har Sinai and to pass it down to our children and our grandchildren as well, and a negative prohibition also. Torah says, "Lo tishkach," you're not supposed to forget it either. Torah doesn't say we're supposed to remember the Torah itself. It says we're supposed to remember the day that Hashem gave us the Torah, and we're not supposed to forget the day that Hashem gave us the Torah. What's the significance of the day of the giving of the Torah? perhaps even more than the actual Torah itself. It seems very strange that the emphasis is on the day, on the, on the experience, rather than on the Torah. So if it's interesting, when the Torah is given to the Jewish people, it was given amidst a tremendous amount of noise and lights. Pasi says, there are all kinds of thunderous sounds and lightning and a thick cloud over the mountain. Because shofar chazak mode and the sound of the shofar was very, very powerful and over, overpowering. The entire nation was, was trembling at that time, in the, in the time itself. Now, this seems to be a little bit strange. I mean, what was the significance of, the, of so much noise and such a big, such a big, an event over here like this. This is especially considering the fact that the Medrash Tanchuma tells us that because the first set of luchos were given in such great fanfare, they're broken and nothing came of it. The actual second luchos, which are given to Yom Kippur, were given privately and quietly, and that's why they remained with Klaiso. The Medrash Tanchuma says, we see the beauty of tznius, the beauty of modesty, that things that are given without much fanfare without the whole lights and sounds, that has a much better chance of survival than something given with great, with great, and great, um, a great set of, of, of noise. So that's the case. 
why indeed did Hashem first give a Torah with such a big with a, such a big event? With all the sounds of the shofar and the thunder and the lightning and everything like that. If it wasn't even gonna last anyway, and if it's better to do things bitsneas, better to do things privately and more quietly, so then what was the significance? Why was it necessary to make such a big noise over there? It seems that there's something for us to take from the actual event itself at Harsinai. Rabbi Volba once explained that the reason why the Torah says that the mountain is smoking like a furnace, why is it necessary to tell us that? We know what smoking a mountain looks like, or we can imagine, at least in our mind, smoke pouring out of, like, imagine something like a volcano. Why is it necessary to tell, why is it necessary to tell us that it was smoking like a furnace? So we explained the reason for this is because by telling us this, whatever we see, we pass by the, 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 the industrial area, we see these big buildings and these big chimneys belching black soot and smoke coming pouring out of them. We're supposed to remind ourselves, oh, that probably is something like Harsinai. When I see that, it reminds me a little bit of a, of a, of a trigger to remember Harsinai. Kosh gave us things to see that whenever we see something similar, it'll be a trigger to bring us back to Harsinai, bring us back to what happened at Mount Sinai when Hashem gave us the Torah. That was necessary because Hashem wants to make sure we don't forget. We should always remember the day, the experience itself, when the Jewish people were standing at Harsinai and they able to, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke Kivyach as we were face to face to the Bani Shalom. And we heard, we had such a tremendous level of powerful, of Nevu, of prophecy. We heard ourselves the first two luchos, the first two dibros of the Sarah said dibros. Anochi Hashem alakacha, I am Hashem your God. Lo yilachal himachayim, the shnap yam, the gods before you. That experience itself was so powerful. Chazal tell us that when they heard those, each one of the first dibros, literally their, their neshamas, they jumped backwards and their, their souls left their bodies. It was such an overpowering experience, they couldn't handle it. And Hashem had to restore the triyasamesim. Hashem had to restore the neshamas to the, to the people. Hashem wants us to remember that. And that's why He gave us these triggers, despite the fact that certainly there's something much greater to tzniyah, something much greater to modesty. And eventually, because of the great noise and everything that happened with the first set of dibros, they were lost. But it was still worth it in order for us to be able to have the experience emblazed in our minds, in our hearts. We should always be able to come back to Harsinai, always come back to that moment of Harsinai, to think about about to think about what it was, must have been like when HaKadosh Baruch gave the Torah to the Jewish people. That whenever we pass by something, we see a smoking chimney, we'll be, we'll be drawn back 3,300 years to Maimon Harsinai. This a little bit, this also symbolizes an idea that is, was brought in the name of Bruchem Levavitz. Yerubchalavavit says that the Gemara tells us that one of the signs of a Jew is busha, is embarrassment, modesty. We learn that out, the Gemara tells us, in the Pasek, it says, that the fear of Hashem, but the purpose of giving of Torah is not that the fear of Hashem will be upon your faces. Now, what does that have to do with us today? How do we see that's a sign of busha, a sign that modesty or shame is a sign in the Jew even until today, hundreds and thousands of years after the giving of the Torah. The explanation, he says, is, is because Maimara Sinai, the whole Sinai experience, was such a powerful experience, and Hashem put it into a thermos, as it were. 
When a person pours hot coffee or hot soup into a thermos and he closes it tightly, hours later we can open it up and it retains its, still, it retains its heat. It's as hot as it was when he first put it into the thermos. Kodesh Baruch wanted to be able to lock the experience of Har Sinai and therefore he put it into the Torah itself. That when a Jew opens up a Sefer and begins to learn Torah properly, puts himself into the Torah, it's not just a matter of amassing knowledge. He can literally re-experience Maimon Har Sinai. It's as, as, it's as if he's opening up a thermos bottle and re-experiencing the whole experience that took place at Maimon Har Sinai when the Jewish people stood before Hashem, Um, they stood trembling before Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's not so much that, we, that Hashem brought us to Har Sinai in order for us to receive the Torah because the purpose was Torah. To the contrary, Hashem gave us a Torah in order that we'd be able to re-experience Har Sinai. Torah itself is the vehicle for us to be able to appreciate that relationship we have with the Kodesh Baruch Hu in those precious moments at Har Sinai. That's who explains the famous question on the Haggadah and the Dayenu. And Dayenu it says, Har Sinai Had the Almighty only brought us before Har Sinai, before Mount Sinai, and not given us the Torah, Dayenu would have been sufficient. The question is quite obvious. What's the purpose of going to Har Sinai if you didn't receive the Torah? The whole purpose of reaching Harsina was to get the Torah. If Shem brought us to Harsina without giving us the Torah, it's like taking a trip someplace and not, not getting the destination at all. What's the purpose of it? Rebuchan explains that that's not true. The goal was the Harsina Sinai. The Sinai experience, the revelation was the goal. The, the, the Sinai Satora, the giving the Torah to the Jewish people was just a vehicle to be able to re-experience what took place at Harsina'i. But the goal itself was the experience itself. And therefore, like Balagada says, even had we only brought Kemtar Sinai and not given us a Torah, he didn't give us the opportunity to be able to re-experience it. The experience itself was so powerful, it would have been worth the while. That's so that's how Rabbi Yocham explains it, the understanding, the concept behind the importance of Maimur Sinai. Now we understand where the mitzvah, more certainly we have to learn Torah, of course, and for, of course, the Kodesh Baruch wants us to learn Torah and to be, able to be able to connect to Him and to be able to understand Torah and to delve into it, of course. But the goal of that is in order to be able to re-experience Har Sinai. The mitzvah is to remember what happened in Har Sinai, not to forget the Sinai experience. When we have the mitzvah that we have of learning Torah is really a mitzvah to be able to re-experience Maimon Har Sinai. This gives us a little bit of a better understanding, a better handle now, understanding the Yom Tov of Shavuos. It's no small wonder the Torah doesn't draw our attention to the fact that this is the day the Torah was given to us. The reality is, as we mentioned before, the Torah that was given to us in this day, unfortunately, didn't really last. The Torah ultimately was given, the second set of tablets is given to Yom Kippur. Interestingly enough, the Medrash tells us that the day of the Chob Chuppah, the day that Hashem gave the Torah to Jewish people, is in reference to Yom Kippur. That's why the Torah doesn't draw attention to the fact in this day that Hashem gave us the Torah. Tzniyos, modesty, is actually much better. And we don't want to draw attention to the powerful experience itself, necessarily. But the mitzvah itself is so to remember what happened on Maimed Sinai. On this day of Shavuos, we celebrate the Maimed Sinai. We celebrate the experience that Kleisol had at Sinai. Torah doesn't want to draw attention to it. But the bottom line is, that experience was necessary. That experience is what keeps it going, keeps it hot, so to say, in that thermos for thousands of years. 
Even today, 3,300 years later, we can open up the thermos, open up a safer, and begin to learn Torah. It takes us back 3,300 years to what happened at that time, that period of time. That, that tremendous, literally, that Kleisel reached the highest levels of Nevoah, the highest levels of prophecy. That's a little bit of an understanding and appreciation of mitzvah, of, of a mitzvah celebration of Shavuos. That's also the reason why we find no mitzvah associated with this Yom Tif. It's very strange. All of the Yom Tovim have a mitzvah associated with them. Rosh Hashanah is the shofar, Yom Kippur is fasting, Sukkot is the four, meeting, the four species and sitting in the sukkah, Pesach was eating of matzah. Shuas, there are no mitzvahs. At the time of the base Middish, they brought the Shtei Alechem, two loaves of bread, as a, as a sacrifice. But after the base Middish was destroyed, there is no remnant of that at all. Our entire celebration of Shavuos is primarily in Minhagim. There's a minute to study Torah all night. There's a minute to eat milchik. There's a minute to have flowers. There's a minute to say Akdomos. There's a minute to read Megillas Rus. These are all different Minhagim. But there are no halachas regarding Yom Tev Shavuos. The reason is because the Yom Tev Shavuos is to mark the, the actual Maimur Sinai, the Sinai experience, more so than on the specifics of the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are part of Torah, that certainly is an important part of an important part of Torah, of course. But the purpose of that is to re-experience our Sinai. Shem didn't want to give us any specific mitzvahs that detracts from the experience itself. The focus in this day is supposed to be the fact that the Jews, through studying of Torah and through the receiving of the Torah at the Maimara Sinai, is able to literally experience and reawaken the experience of such a close connection between the Kodesh Baruch and the Jewish people. Our entire Amunah, our entire faith and belief in Hashem, the Rambam tells us, is based on that experience at Maimed Sinai, the fact that we all experience prophecy, something that no other nation in the world can claim, that an entire nation experienced prophecy firsthand. It's a little bit of a different spin, a different appreciation for what the Yom Tev of Shavuos is all about. As we go into Shavuos, it's important for us to realize that as important as a study of Torah and all the different myths associated with the day and the different hugim that are associated with Shavuos. But the most important thing is to try to realize, try to reconnect with the Kodesh Baruch Hu in the same way that our forefathers connected on this day 3,300 years ago. We have a, a, I'll have a, an exhilarating, uplifting, inspiring Shavuos and try to reconnect to the Almighty in a meaningful way. Have a great yant, everybody, and Bez Hashem will be together again next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.